long story time with Grayson and Molly. And today we're reading the book called The Big Book of Stars in Space. Close. <laughs> the Big Book of Stars and Planets. And this is the Usborn Big Book of Stars and Planets. Us so it doesn't really have a specific author. Yeah. Let's get started. Oh, here's actually, here's an author written by Emily Bone. It was hidden on the front page right there, written by Emily Bone. So when you open the book, it has a whole thing that says our planet. We live on planet Earth, a huge round lump of rock floating in space. A layer of gases called the atmosphere give us air to breathe and make sure that we don't get too hot or too cold. Earth is a very wet planet. Huge seas and oceans cover almost three quarters of the Earth's surface. There's white squirrels. They are called clouds. Rain falls from the clouds which make the plants grow. The green and brown shapes are land. And over seven billion people live on Earth. The lights from big cities can be seen from space. And then out in space right near the earth are a couple of things floating there's weather satellites to help forecast the weather there's global positioning satellites or gps that's the thing that tells mommy like where to go with a map for my phone or if i'm in the car and here we've got the moon it shows the moon the moon is that rocky ball that travels around the earth we can see the moon in our night sky there are thousands of man-made things in space satellites and spacecraft that fly around the earth to gather and send information Back to Earth. Mm -hmm. I know a lot, a lot, a lot about space. You sure do. We're learning even more, aren't we? Mm-hmm. Here like is... Venus is the second planet. You're right. Like, Venus is the second planet. And Mars... I mean... We'll get there. I mean, I mean... That's the sound you'll hear whenever it's time to turn the page. The solar system. The Earth is one of eight planets that move around a star called the sun. The sun and its planets are known as the solar system. A planet's year is the time it takes to go once around the sun. Earth's year is 365 days. As well as moving around the sun, planets spin too. A day is the time it takes for a planet to spin around, spin around once. Earth's day is just under 24 hours. So here it goes over all the different planets and it talks about how long a year is. And it talks about how long a day is. The day is how long it takes to spin. And then the year is how long it takes for it to go all the way around the sun. So if you are Mercury, which is the closest planet to the sun, do you think that their year is going to be shorter than our year? No. Yeah. It's going to be It's going to be shorter because it takes them less time to get around the sun than us. So they're closer. Right. Their year is only 88 days. But their day is 59 Earth days. So their days are really long, but their years are really short. And then the second one, you said, what's the second planet? Venus. Venus. That's their year is still shorter because they're before us, closest to the sun. So they're only 225 Earth days. 
but a day for them, how long it takes them to rotate and spin around once is 243 Earth days. Takes a really long time for Venus to spin. And the Earth is 365 Earth days and 20, well, 23 hours and 56 minutes. So basically 24 hours. And it has mm, one moon. Mm, mm. Yes. Um, can I ring the bell when I. Yes. And did you know that Mercury is the closest? It is. Mercury, Venus, and then Earth. And then here we've got Mars is number four. So they're going to be longer because they're farther away from the sun than we are. So they're going to have a longer year than we do. So it takes us Especially 300. Especially that one. Correct. It takes us 365 days to go around the sun, but it takes Mars 687 days to go around the sun. <clears throat> Oh my gosh. And their lot. day is very similar to ours. That takes to, to spin around once, it takes them 24 hours and 30 Read minutes. Read about those rocks. These rocks could be of Eros and Ida. Asteroids are lumps of rock, metal, or ice that move around in a big group called the asteroid belt. Most of the biggest ones have names. These two really huge rocks have a name called Ida and Eros, and that's the asteroid belt. The planets on this page over here, so after Mars, most of them are mostly made of gas. So we've got Saturn, Jupiter, Uranus, Neptune, and then the dwarf planets. Most of those are made of gas. What are the dwarf planets? Can you give me an example of a dwarf planet? Like Pluto like is Pluto. not a planet. Right. Dwarf planets are larger than asteroids but smaller than planets. This is the dwarf planet Pluto. And this shows you a picture of all of the different planets and how they uh, compare to each other and each other's size. Uh, let's, did you know that? Uh, how did that? Hey, do the other one. You can open this page. And do the other one. And when we open it, there's a lot going on. We've got the sun over on the far left. And it talks about Mercury is the closest planet to the sun. Its surface is very, very hot, four times hotter than boiling water. These lines here show the orbits of the planets. So you'll see lines of different orbits. Yeah, and okay. there's the asteroid belt before the gas planet. There you go. Very good. Yes. So we have the Mercury, Venus, Earth, Mars, which are the ones that are closest to us. And then you these? have the asteroid belt, and then you have the gas planet. We'll get there. So we've got Venus isn't the closest planet to the sun, but it's the hottest. It's covered in thick poisonous clouds that trap the sun's heat. Earth is the only place where we know life exists. It has exactly the right mixture of air, heat, and water for things to live. Then we have Mars is known as the red planet because it's covered in red dust. Dust storms on Mars can last for months. months? Mars has two moons, Deimos and Phobos. Look at their moons. Their moons aren't even round like ours. They're just lumps of rock. What? 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 And then we've got the asteroid belt. Most asteroids move around the sun in a big band between Mars and Jupiter. It's called the asteroid belt. Then we have Jupiter. Jupiter has very fine rings of dust. And look at all their moons. Jupiter's moons are big too. The biggest moon, Ganymede. Is bigger than Mercury, the whole planet. Titan is Saturn's biggest moon. 
it's covered in thick orange clouds. Oh, we're talking, sorry, we've got Jupiter and Saturn. and Saturn. So Saturn's rings are made from millions of pieces of ice, rock, and dust. They're 300,000 kilometers wide, but just 20 meters thick. So it doesn't say how many moons that they have, but um, how many moons? they have a lot of moons. So these all are just moons that have different names that are Jupiter's moons. And this one here, Titan, is Saturn's biggest moon. So Saturn has a lot of moons. Uranus spins as if it's been knocked on its side. This might be because a big asteroid crashed into the planet a long time ago. Now we've got Neptune is an extremely stormy planet. Its winds are 10 times faster than spinning tornado on Earth. Wow, that's really fast. And Uranus has, Titania is Uranus's biggest moon. Triton is Neptune, Neptune's biggest moon. And then out here, we've got all those dwarf planets. We've got Pluto, Eris, Makemake, Hume, Hame. All those are different little dwarf planets. Okay. Ooh. Big picture of the sun. Whoa, that's giant. The sun is a star, a massive ball of powerful exploding gases. It gives the planets all their light and heat. The surface of the sun bubbles and churns. It's called the chromosphere, and it is 60 times hotter than boiling water. Wow. Solar prominences are huge fiery loops of gas that shoot out into space. They can be 20 times bigger than the earth solar tornadoes are fast whirling funnels of gas they're thousands of times bigger than tornadoes on earth sorry the corona is a layer of hot gases that surround the sun it's five thousand times hotter than the surface below the sun lets out a powerful stream of hot gases into space this is called the solar wind Let me do it. Superstars. There are billions and billions of stars in space. New stars explode into life from hot, swirling clouds of gas and dust called nebulae. Nebulae can create amazing shapes. This is part of the Eagle Nebula. The dust, dust and gas get very, very hot and eventually fuse together to become exploding balls of gas called stars. Points of light like this are bright young stars. You see the young star? The outer layers of some dying stars puff away in clouds of gas. This is the cat's eye nebula around a dying star. The original star has turned into a small, heavy type of star called a white dwarf. Let's see, we can open this page. Ooh, we can open it long. Let's see what that can do, and I can ring the bell for that. Well, no, we're just opening the page. Oh, right. Just so you just open the page. page. This is the Very Orion nice. Nebula. It's the closest nebula to Earth. Stars usually form in star clusters. Star there are clusters. different types of stars. There's red dwarfs are the smallest and least powerful stars. Yellow dwarfs produce a steady amount of light and heat. Our sun is a yellow dwarf. Sometimes smaller stars circle bigger ones. These are called binary stars. 
binary? Blue super giants are huge stars, thousands of times hotter and brighter than the sun. So you know how big our sun is? Mm -hmm. So this is the size of our sun, if you look here at the yellow dwarf. But then there's super blue super giants that are this much bigger. Wow. That's huge. Oh my gosh. After millions and millions of years, a star's gas supply runs out and it starts to die. A huge star, such as a blue supergiant, ends its life in a massive explosion called a supernova. This one is known as the crab supernova because it looks like a little crab shell. And then we get over here to what I was saying about the cat's eye nebula. And then we close up the page and we turn it. Gigantic galaxies. Galaxies are enormous groups of billions of stars, nebulae, gas, and dust. They form spectacular shapes. This is a spiral galaxy. Spiral galaxies have arms that curve out of bulging bright middle. This is the M74 Gemini galaxy. This here, over in the far corner, is an irregular galaxy called a cartwheel galaxy. It was made when two galaxies crashed into each other millions of years ago. And this one down here in the bottom that's purple is elliptical galaxies. Elliptical galaxies are balls of old stars. This one is called Messier 60. It was the 60th galaxy discovered by Charles Messier, an 18th century astronomer. What happened? Nothing. It's still a galaxy. Well, what happened to it? Nothing happened to it. It's still there. Some galaxies are merging, which means they're slowly joining together to become one huge galaxy. These are actually two merging galaxies called the mice galaxies because they look a little bit like mice with long tails. We are part, this is this huge picture up here in the right corner. We are part of the Milky Way galaxy, a barrel, a barred spiral galaxy with arms coming out of a bar-shaped middle. Our sun is just one of its stars. So there's other stars in the Milky Way galaxy, which means they might have planets going around that star too. Could we go through the Milky Way galaxy? That is a very interesting question. And that is what everybody wants to know. It takes too long to get through the Milky Way galaxy, at least at this during our lifetime. It's too long. It takes too long. Um, maybe one day in the long distant future, they'll have space travel that will go really, really fast. But we don't know because we won't be there. But it's all part of exploring and, we'll, and learning about it, right? What about a rocket launching there? A rocket launching. A rocket can launch and go pretty fast, but it's not going to be able to go all the way through the Milky Way galaxy. Not, about, with pe not with people on it. What about this fast? It's pretty fast. It's, it needs, to go, it needs fast? to go faster than the speed of light. Right? What about this fast? The closest galaxy to the Milky Way galaxy is the Andromeda galaxy. Our what's, solar system what does it is look like? just like this. There's a picture just like that. Galaxies exist together in groups. The Milky Way's group is called the local group. It has 54 galaxies. Oh, oh my gosh. So listen, so we're on Earth, which is a planet. And that's part of a solar system. Our solar system is around the sun. Then there's a lot of stars, which our sun is a star. There's lots of stars in this one galaxy. Then there's lots of galaxies in a group called the local group. 
there's 54 galaxies. So that means that they all have their own suns and their own stars and their own planets. Crazy to think about, right? Wow. What are all the other planets? Uh, we don't know them all yet. Exploring space. Powerful rockets, spacecraft, and telescopes help us find out about stars and planets. The first spacecraft was Sputnik 1, a Russian satellite launched in 1957. It flew around the Earth. Then down below that one, we know that one. What's that one? The Apollo. The Apollo. From 1969 to 1972, the U.S. Apollo missions took astronauts to the moon. The command service module, CSM spacecraft, flew them there. Astronauts wear protective suits. And then look here, we've got the lunar module down here in the bottom. The lunar module separated from the CSM and flew astronauts to the moon's surface. Up here in the middle of the page, we've got a probe. Probes use cameras and other instruments and to study planets. And you can open up the page this time. Moons and other things in space. The Cassini probe was launched in 2005. You're right. We'll open up in a second. Space telescopes orbit the Earth. They make things that look that are very far away, look a lot bigger and clearer. This is the Hubble Space Telescope, and it was launched in 1990. That's when I was your age. Right now, this age? No. When I was, when I was the age that you are right now is when they launched that Hubble Space five, Telescope. Five, um, five and a half. Yeah, I was a little bit older than that, but yeah, I was in kindergarten. The International Space Station, that's what this one is, is a huge spacecraft where astronauts live in space. It is made up of 159 separate parts. Here's the Soyuz spacecraft, which we know about. Uh, yeah, and it's the Russian spacecraft. You are right. Very good. Yeah, because I know yeah. Right. Let's go ahead and open this up. Yeah, there's a big page. I want to see that. This is a big page. Ooh, so, up at the, so let's start at the bottom. Let's start at the top. I like the top. Well, the bottom is the Earth. Oh. Okay. So the Soyuz launch vehicle soars away from the Earth. The nose cone blows off and releases the Soyuz spacecraft. Here's the nose cone up there. The Soyuz spacecraft flies away from the launch vehicle to the ISS. It docks and attaches onto the ISS so astronauts can get on and off. Here's the ISS docking station. The astronaut is on a spacewalk outside the ISS, and he's doing repairs. They have solar, solar panels gather energy from the sun, to power the ISS. The ISS has up to six astronauts on board at one time. They're doing lots of experiments and testing what effect living in space has on the human body. Then if we keep going, we've got the Hubble Space Telescope. The Hubble Space Telescope uses huge mirrors to create clear pictures of very distant things, such as galaxies. This antenna right here sends the pictures back to Earth. And if we keep going... What about the other one on the bottom? It's, it's, they have multiple cameras. They have multiple, many cameras to take many pictures, okay? Mm -hmm. Here, um, soon, private companies will be taking tourists into space. Tourists is like, oh, I'm going to go for fun. I'm not really an astronaut. I'm just going to go for fun. Scientists are still experimenting with spacecraft designs similar to this one. From 2009 to 2018, the Kepler Space Telescope detected over 2,500 planets outside our solar system in the Milky Way galaxy. So that tells you there's 2,500 planets, <coughs> bless you, outside of our solar system, which is a lot. Here is probes have explored asteroids too. The Hayabusa probe was sent to photograph and take samples from Itakawa asteroid. Here's an asteroid. That's a pretty big asteroid. 
And here we've got um, Saturn. The Cassini probe flew to Saturn. It dropped a smaller probe, Hugens, onto Saturn's moon, Titan. Titan's covered in thick clouds. Hugens floated down under Titan's clouds to find out more about its surface. And here, in 2015, New Horizons became the first probe to reach the dwarf planet Pluto. It sent back the most detailed pictures ever seen of Pluto's surface and its moons. So it took a really long time to get to Pluto. And that was just a probe. This one up here launched in 1977. So listen, 1977, that was before Daddy was born. They launched a probe into space. And it just recently got out to Pluto. Right today? Is how long it took. Today? Not today, but just recently, like. I, like maybe in the last few years. So it took all of daddy's life just to get from earth out to where, to the end of our solar system. How long of daddy's life? How old is daddy? Uh, 40, 44. 44. Right. So it took 44 days. So to at go. this point, it might have left our solar system by now, but it took a really long time, right? <laughs> Roving around, the surface of Mars is cold, dusty, and dry, but scientists think that there was water there once and maybe even life. They've sent robots to Mars to find out more. Rovers are vehicles that drive around Mars. They're controlled by scientists on Earth. This rover is called Opportunity. Landers stay in one position to take pictures and do experiments. In 1976, the Viking 1 lander was the first spacecraft to land safely on Mars. Land. This robot arm collected rock samples. Before the rover was gently lowered to the surface... Curiosity was packed inside a spacecraft. A parachute slowed down the craft. Sorry, these words are all over. We're going to start up here at the top. It says, the latest rover is called Curiosity. It landed in a deep crater on Mars in 2012. Curiosity was packed inside a spacecraft. A parachute slowed down the craft. Thrusters slowed it down even more. Before the rover was gently lowered to the surface. Then it got to the surface and then it started moving. Camera takes lots of pictures. The antenna receives instructions from scientists about where to go. And what about the laser? Where's the laser on it? Oh, a laser blasts rocks into fine mist. The mist is tested to see what the rock is made from. And there's a sand bucket right there. Yeah, very good observation. Okay, it's bedtime. No, After no, this no. page, we need to go down. Okay. No. So the last page is the night sky. If you look up at the night sky on a clear night, you can see lots and lots of stars and many other things too. The brightest stars can be grouped into imaginary pictures called constellations. There are 88 in total. Here is Sirius, or the dog star. It's the brightest star in the night sky. You see how it looks like a dog? You've got the head, the body, 
the legs, the tail. <laughs> this is the Canis Major or Great Dog Constellation. So the, the, this star here is the dog star and from it comes the dog, the great dog constellation. One of the most famous constellations is Orion the Hunter. Look at this one. Orion the Hunter. Where's Orion the Hunter? There it is. Where's Orion the Hunter? One of the most famous constellations is, oh sorry, I already, the stars of Orion's sword. Sorry. It's okay. The stars of Orion's sword are actually the Orion Nebula. What's a nebula? We talked about nebulas, remember? Do you remember what we learned about with a nebula and what it is? No. The nebula is when they're starting to create stars. Oh. If you go back and look at superstars. The Big Dipper is also known as the Plow. The star Polaris always points north. The moon looks as if it's shining, but it isn't. Sunlight is reflecting off the moon's surface. As the moon moves around the earth, the sun lights up different parts of it. The other part in its shadow, it, so it looks sharp. The misty stripe in the sky is the brightest part of the Milky Way galaxy looks like from Earth. So when you go out to Nana's and you're in the country and you look up at the sky and you see all of this misty stripe, that's the Milky Way galaxy. That's our galaxy of all the suns and all the solar systems in the whole entire galaxy. I want to see that. When you go out to Nana's, you can ask her to look out at nighttime. You can't see it as much in the city because when you're in the city, you have lights that keep you from seeing a good night sky. Some planets appear in the night sky as bright as bright stars. Venus can often be seen close to the horizon. The horizon is down here where the Earth is. The end. The end. Bye. Thanks baby. for joining us. We're gonna go to bed. <laughs>